Welcome to the OC. I'm Phil. This is my co-host Corey, and we are Ordered Chaos Podcast. And what are we talking about tonight, Corey? Tonight we're talking about the Hat Man. Not to be confused with the Man in the Hat. No, not the Cat Man. Or the Scat Man. The Scat Man. Yeah. The Man in the Yellow Hat. Yes, that's the one that hangs out with Curious George. Yeah. What Curious George was one of my. Or the Cat in the Hat. Oh. Or the cat in the hat. Yeah, he was that was not a great movie. That movie sucked. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? I watched it with the kids. I was like, oh, right. Uh-huh. That was horrible. <laughs> Mike Myers is like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> my career just took a shit. The book um, was painful enough to get through when I was oh, I don't know, four. I love the book. Like, I liked reading the book for the kids. Uh, and now they're banning them. Did you know that? That was just in the news. In the news. Oh. Yeah, there's like six uh, Dr. Seuss books that are being banned uh, due to racial and um, controversial language. It's well, so, it's it's. it's yeah. I think it has more to do with depictions, but yeah, now they're not wrong in the sense that those are outdated depictions. No. But it's also no. well, look at Disney, like the Blackbirds. <laughs> there's so <laughs> our baby, like what the fuck? Mm. You look now. so on Disney. You'll see some of the movies. They'll talk about. They'll give you a warning yes. to say, "Hey, yeah. this is, contains outdated depictions of blah blah blah." And oh, yeah, no. Well, Disney was a known anti-Semite. He was he was racist. Like he was like he was. Like, I don't believe in racial marriages. <laughs> I don't like it's documented. There's like no question. Walt he, was not a friend of the Jews. That that and seems to be documented, or at yeah. least it's made fun of no. constantly. Yeah, Jews, blacks, you name it. Yeah, pretty much didn't like any of them, you know. But uh, yeah, and uh, but they were great books for my kids. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't view them as racist. But uh, yeah, good old Disney. Anything else in the news you want to talk about? Uh, AstraZeneca. Oh yes, links back to our previous episode. Well, our very first episode. Yes, it's new. And uh, what do you know about it? It's dangerous, right? <laughs> They've linked it to blood clots, a deep vein oh, yeah. thrombosis, but it's linked like tangentially. So I think the WHO has officially said it's okay to use now. I've I seen that. Think... I just read that that they've decided. Well, the WHO has been like, oh yeah, just use it. It's good. And uh, but like you have Germany, you've got France, and a bunch of these other European countries, and they're like. Yeah, we're gonna put this on hold for a minute. Um, but Canada's not, so Canada is not. Uh, however, I think is it still the warning of over 65? No, we've officially issued guidance, I think, recently that you can give it to people over 65. Oh, like, take oh, the shot okay. you get. This is basically the advice take. we're being given. Whatever one you're offered, take. That's right. Yeah, because people are, and that was in the news too, that people are saying no. They're like, Mm-mm. and to be honest, I mean, I would be a little nervous. I don't know. I uh, probably take it because I'm not in a risk group. Mm-hmm. The one good thing about the age group I fit into. What do you mean you? Well, we, you've technically sir. you fit into it too. So the good <laughs> thing about the group we're, we're in is neither of us are frontline workers, right? I look Our age younger. Group, oh, yeah. yeah. We're not going to get it anytime soon. No, we're plenty we're of test subjects. We're the bottom of the barrel in terms of yeah. And kids, I I, I didn't know this. Um, I thought everyone would get the shot, but anyone under eighteen, they don't get the shot. So that has to do with they never tested it on them. So mm. I can't blame so, the drug companies for being a little hesitant to go off and. So Moderna though is testing it on children in Canada. I heard that on the news today. So I was like, hmm. so yeah, Canadian children, there you are. You will be our new test subjects. And, uh, we're going to stab you with needles. It's all good. Kids, don't be afraid. I wonder how you sign parents up to that. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm like, uh, there's no fucking way you're touching my kids with any of that shit. I'll take the chance of them being asymptomatic with COVID. And, well, the worst case, the worst yeah. problem is, is the fact that with these tests, right, you go yeah. off. And you might be in the control group or the placebo group. Right. 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 So in one case, you get it. The other case, you don't get it. But we didn't tell you didn't get it. So you didn't yeah. get immunized. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. But there, there'll be people that will sign up. And they'll they'll do like a, we'll probably do a paid 
you know, little paid thing where it's like, hey, guess what? Uh, you'll make this much money if you just sign your kids. <laughs> no, there's some lunatic mom out there with eight kids going, so many right. things wrong. How much is this? Oh my God. Mama's buying a new pair of shoes. Yeah. So, uh, controversy. Who knows? But back to Hatman. Correct. All right. Let's, let's, let's describe Hatman. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack Hatman. And I think we should let the audience know that this is our second attempt at making. I think Hatman was involved in the destruction of our first episode of this particular conversation. Because of your background, I couldn't tell if he was standing there, but I I was pretty sure I saw a shape. I'm pretty sure something grabbed me by the ass and just held on tight. And I was like, I'm not looking. What's your hound's dog's name? What's what's the name of your hound? My hound is Maggie. Maggie May. Maybe it was Maggie May coming up. Oh, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. She is, she is lovable. I'm not usually that lovable. Um, so, well, he's an apparition. He's he's a black. And when I say black, like before, you corrected me. You were this is like, funnier in the previous one. <laughs> yes. This is a, a dark um, shadowy. entity. Shadowy entity. Uh, that is often visited in the evening. It's during sleep. Someone wakes up and they see Especially the bedroom. A, is, it seems bedroom all or where you sleep, right? You sleep in a bedroom. That's typical. If you're in the doghouse, you have to sleep on the couch downstairs. Yeah, but Most people. Um, yeah, and the doorway is a really common one uh, in a corner. Um, yeah. So, And uh, depending on where they're, you're from, there's different depictions of what Hatman looks like. Right? The cool part about this is there's different depictions, but the consistency is it's a almost, tall guy in a hat. Almost always the same. Almost yeah. that's that's consistent. Might be a different hat. And I had no idea there were there's thousands of eyewitness reports of this. There was a, a site, by the way, called the Hatman Project that actually tracked oh, okay. this. I clicked on mm. it recently, mm-hmm. probably not the smartest thing, and it said. Everything got blown up. I was redoing uh-huh. it and I've lost everything, but don't worry, it's coming back. Uh, just like our video. Our video had was just total sound and video problems. And uh, yeah, um, strange. So we're doing it again. Yes. So if this crazy. seems, this shouldn't seem stilted, folks, but if you notice something, please let us know. Don't, yeah. In the comments, like and subscribe. Don't, for, don't forget that. So like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Um, and our subscribers are going up. We love that. That's great. And our comments. Any comments from all sorts of folks. Um, he watches you when you sleep. Like Alex Santa Claus. Knows oh, when you're awake. And tooth fairy. Things Does to creep tooth me fairy know it. when you're awake? I don't know. Do Did you, you ever see like... Darkness Falls? No. Is it oh, always the with vampires? The oh, No. Darkness fall. I'll have to check it out. Or was it, I don't know if she was actually the tooth fairy. She collected teeth. Well, she there's a few. Movie. There's yeah, it was pretty there was some really good movie. killers that used to do that too. Teeth. <laughs> um, yeah. Back to Hatman. So he watches you. He sometimes hovers over your 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 body, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that's and you've seen in history where they've talked about uh, the whole. On your chest, yes. incubi sitting on your chest, uh, sort of now, over you. You mentioned before the incubi and the succubus. Yeah, succubi and incubi. So mm-hmm. one is male, one is female. Correct. I, yeah. The hat man falls into the incubi category because my understanding, yeah, is that is, is the male version, and succubi yeah. is the female version. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting, like like I'd said about different hats. So like when you you, you see witnesses that are from the European area, like uh, it tends to be more of a top hat or a boiler or, mm-hmm. or something, something more along that lines. And then when you get into uh, more of the North America, it, it tend like, you know, that tends to be more of a fedora or a Stetson or a flat top, you know, hat. And it's not just the hat, right? It's also the clothes themselves, right? So the it's a clothes. cultural, there's a cultural right. representation yeah. going on, yeah. a perception thing. So Europeans tend to see more of a Victorian era 
tall collar or very straight. You know. <laughs> Something Jack the Ripper would be wearing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Where what I noticed was most of the, you know, the, the North American stuff was was basically um, more like dusters and trench coat, like sort of a more of a plain kind of duster. But almost all accounts, except for very few, describe no face, sometimes red eyes, uh-huh. and sometimes a sinister smile. I've also heard one where they've talked about, I heard a couple, they talked about a pocket watch, oh. a gold pocket watch, which again would stand out oh. against a shadowy image. So it could be. Yeah. I mean, any apparently the darkness is so dark that any darkness around this say, aberration or apparition, sorry. I don't know what an aberration is, but it's, it's, it's an aberrant apparition, I guess. Maybe. I don't it know. It'd be like a squid that's a shadow. <laughs> Perhaps. Cthulhu. I'll Who praise knows? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Skirt. Dark fellow. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it, it's, they, they're darker than their surroundings and they stand out. For so there's a color called Vanta Black. Oh. Um, Ever get the new. chance, look it up. It is essentially when you paint something with this and it uses, I believe, um, I would say nano carbon nanoparticles. Oh, okay. It's blacker than black. Like you paint something with it. It's like the old cartoons where you see a hole in the wall. It's because it's such just really black. it's so black. Yeah. Yeah. They've got some pictures. If you get a chance, take a look at uh, you Google Vanta black and tinfoil and they've painted some crinkled tinfoil with it. Okay. And you'll see this completely crinkled tinfoil. And then you see this, what looks like a hole in it. Oh, because, okay. So there's no ridges. The light can't escape. There's nothing that comes back to your eyes, right? That's how color, that's how light, yeah. our vision works, right? Light reflects off and we see, and yeah. we see black as the absence of anything else. Well, as we started doing car wraps and, and different things, working with print, because I do a lot of print, um, black is a very, there is a lot of different shades. It's a black. slimming color? For some. <laughs> For some, not man, so much. The hat man looks very, very slim. Tall and yeah, slim. Because... Very tall. I mean, the, the reports were that he was like six feet tall is the shortest anywhere between six and eight feet tall. So that's as a... high as 10. Nice yeah, 10. You must have high ceilings. It must be a cathedral <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> you know, average roof or height of a bedroom would be probably eight feet on, on most homes, I would think. Yeah, I think that's but yeah, they're large. Standard, and, and what's that? I think yeah, that's eight standard. Feet, right. Well, eight to yeah. eight to nine feet ish. Yeah, because wall studs are are eight feet, right? So you typically have a couple inches, and then you have drywall, and and now we're Bob the Builders. Welcome to the OC Building. <laughs> <laughs> Need a home built? Call us. We'll help. We won't be good at it, but we will help. That's what Melissa um, says. She says I'm not handy. Like I re-roofed a shed. How's that not handy? Right. So what if it leaked? So it what? did not leak. It was fine. Oh. It's just my, oh. it, Melissa has the idea that if handy is you're able to build a house, I'm like I could build well, a house. You wouldn't want to live in it for a long term, but well, like, this is a, even hobos build houses out of cardboard <laughs> and bubble gum and whatever they can get their hands on. Uh, handy is a, I guess it's a, it's a mindset. Yeah. So um, let's see. So he's been called a lot of things. Some of the 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 big ones are uh, time traveler, like time traveler, uh, a ghost, a shade, ghost. interdimensional, interdimensional beings, alien, right. yeah. alien's a big uh, one. Apparently, that is key to a lot of the cases of the sh- the Hat Man, alien yeah. alien abduction. Yeah, but the witnesses we'll don't don't claim that though. They like they're they're saying they don't. I don't know. It's it's tangentially, is that the word, related to the scientific phenomenon that's associated with the hat man slash shadow people? Right. Yeah, we'll get into... Well, uh, yeah, so um, death. Like the Grim Reaper type type shit. Um, There's a big debate whether he's good or evil. Um, I don't know. Uh, consistently well, well, seems neutrality is the thing but nobody ever feels good 
in the hat man's presence. Well, I think, and and you've had a personal experience with this, which we will get into. Which is why and we're talking about this episode. Because I had no idea what the fuck this was. This is exactly, <laughs> so this is exactly like the last episode. I had no yeah. idea what the Montauk project was, but Phil is the unknown Montauk boy. So he was talking about his personal experience. <laughs> right. I was. I, no, we're not getting into that. We're not even going to. Montauk is is dead to us now dead to us watch now. it though and subscribe <laughs> watch it watch it and comment yeah watch us muddle our way through the montauk practice um but yeah so yeah there there is that debate um but yeah most some people feel calm some people feel nothing and but i think i think most people will be scared That's, i know if it, i saw you know i i if you see this thing standing in your doorway I would be scared. I'd be like scared to the point of like, what the fuck? I got to do something. Um, exactly. Regardless of any emanations coming off this individual, right? Or psychic yeah. manipulation, whatever. You'd be like, holy crap. That's not my wife. Dude, I have no doorway. idea who this tall person is standing in my doorway <laughs> yeah. looking at me while I right. sleep. Because I, I think the first, you're not going to think first thing is like, I'm not going to rationalize. My first, like open my eyes. Oh my god, <laughs> that that's an intruder. That's what, that, I mean. That would be, I think, ninety nine percent of the people. There may be some real hardcore paranormal guys out there. They're like, oh, hey man, you're hat man, aren't you? Like, I, I don't know, <laughs> perhaps, but I think the vast majority of human beings would be, you know, afraid. Would feel fear in the presence of the hat man, and I can I can get that. Now it's, yeah. you talk about you talk about controversies. One of the other controversies about the hat man is mm-hmm. is he something separate or is he a type of shadow person? Yeah, and uh, that's a good question because and, and you know the the shadow people is a huge a thing on all massive, onto itself. Massive. massive. That's that's a, that's a <laughs> podcast on its own. Like it, look at shadow is. people. It is. And there's a huge history of, of, of shadow people. I'm not sure where, like it goes way back. Like how far but back 600, But 600 BC is the yeah. earliest in Egypt. I see references to the shadow people, like they call them the Calibut or Calibut oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like scary shit. Right. Like, and it goes way, like, I mean, so obviously if it's that far back, it's gone back as far as, you know, human beings living in caves and throwing stones to kill animals i mean it's it's just yeah so there there's got to be something to it right collective paranoia collective superstition who knows but same arguments that we apply to you know is the hat man a demon international traveler time traveler whatever whatever. you could actually apply all those to the shadow people as well what are they right now what i did read about shadow people because i didn't dive too deep into shadow people i was like i don't want to you know, spoil my brain for Hatman. I want to kind of keep them all to myself, you know. Um, but shadow people tend to be more, they can be seen other than, you know, nighttime. Like the, the Hatman is very, very specific when it comes to it's at night or it's it's uh, during someone wakes up to see and that's this. the cons- That's the part that's right? kind of terrifying is the consistency yeah. in all the stories, whereas the shadow right. people stories are all over the place. They're all over there. You know, it can be anything from I was driving and I was on, you know, like something. Um, but yeah, so, and they tend to not have any real shape. You know, there's not, they're not, they're not. Kind of indistinct, general right? State. They tend to be yeah. kind of indistinct. Like you well, might see a right. humanoid shape, yeah. but you can't necessarily make out any details. And they're drifted. They're moving through, like they're moving in different, you know, areas and patterns. There may be more than one, you know, there's, there's all these stories. So I tried to stay away from that. To focus more on, but one thing that was difficult was that that man, this, because the stories are so alike, like they're they're so alike, there's not a lot of variation. You know, it it tends to be, and we'll listen to your story in a bit, and uh, you know, kind of get what your feedback was. But I have a feeling your your story is going to be very similar, also because I've heard it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, second time we did this, folks. The first time we're blaming Zoom officially or the or the hat man. Or the hat man. It's one of the two. I'm gonna go with hat man because well, I can. Oh we'll put something into the background. We'll have it fade in. 
Um, so yeah, so some of the, the claim that he feeds off negativity, which in this world, holy fuck, there's no shortage of food. Uh, there is negativity everywhere. So particularly the last, like the last year. Man, there should be like thousands more sightings of happening just based on COVID and all the shit that yeah. And they're more so, concerned that he's not wearing a mask. That's what's God. terrifying about it. It's, oh my God, there's this guy standing like, where's your mask? Socially distance, bro. Socially distance. <laughs> he's over you. Uh, he's not wearing a mask yeah. and he's close to me. Mm-hmm. What I, I don't know. I, I think I don't think Hatman gives a fuck. <laughs> well, it's it's funny about that. I've watched. I was watching some movies in that, and my it shows how just the situation you're currently in affects everything you do. I'm sure, like, those people are awfully close. Yeah, no, it, wow. it, they're not wearing masks. Weird, Rambo. Put your mask on. John Rambo doesn't use masks, Corey. That's John Rambo. John Rambo. You don't know how what he's been through or John Ramos. Um, it's an omen of bad things to come. Yeah. That the, I've heard the omen thing. I've heard the mm-hmm. feed on negative energy thing. I've fear. heard, uh, fear. The, the, like monsters the fear Inc. Like monsters. Sure. Like, monsters, right. Like, like Scully. You or and I Sully. are like Mike and Sully. Like Ooh. Mike and Sully. That's right. That's us. We can go, out, we can go Sully. for Halloween. So that's, there was one thing I was reading about where, Somebody was taking a picture. Now, this was this is this is where it was sort of more of a shadow person thing than a hat man thing, but they right. said it was the hat man in the picture. For sure. This yeah. fellow was taking a picture of uh, three women, and mm-hmm. you could see in the picture, not that I could find the picture. So they said mm-hmm. you can see a shadowy figure with a hat placing their hand on one of the women's shoulder, and like three days later, she died. Oh. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, urban, there was I a lot of accounts of, of people saying in the, on their deathbed that they were visited by something similar, right? So, I mean, who knows? Um, or maybe it's just a they're on their deathbed and uh, synapses are fire, synapses are slowing down. Yeah. Things are, I remember, see also the yeah. drugs are kicking in. You're a lot well, of stuff I remember going on. a few days before my dad died, um, in the hospital, he had. He says to me, I come in and I mean, I had no idea. I mean, he was, he was fairly stable at that time. And he says to me, uh, yeah, well, he was here to see me. My dad was pretty lucid. Like he, he didn't lose his mind. He wasn't, uh, you know, for that, but he, he says, uh, yeah, well, he was here to see me. He had a little visit and, uh, I'm like, uncle Welly, you know, <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, uh, you know, he's been. He's been dead for a long time, Dad. <laughs> like, and I would talk to him. Like my grandmother had Alzheimer's, so I, I mean, uh, I would, I would never, I would have, if, if she had said something like that, I would, oh yeah, that's great. But it was my dad, so I'm like, Dad, you know. And then he just kind of looked at me like, oh yeah, yeah, well, that's right. As if, oh, I sound crazy, <laughs> so I'm just not going to say anything. And I, I often think of that because uh, then two days later he passed away. And you go, that's fucking weird. I think there's an awful lot of stuff. And that's where, when you look at a lot of these sightings, they talk about the idea that being a spirit being something, right? Yeah. And But it's the consistency of the hat man that's the frightening part. For sure. For sure. Well, what is, I mean, yeah, obviously. But, you know, you kind of go, well, you know, is it the body's way of sort of preparing itself for death? Does it know before, you know, everybody else does do we know do we like who knows well i guess we'll all find out but, well uh, yeah it's a journey we all must take as gandalf said yeah right and some some is Pretty easier sure than others maybe it was gandalf i don't know gandalf the gray or i, know. I think it was the white at this point he was he was relating to one of the hobbits pippin or mary about yeah, great how hair. it's not a terrible thing to die i mean he came back as gandalf the white so he did okay he did all right i don't think yeah, the hobbits sure. are coming back as you know, Frodo the Brown. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Frodo the the less hairy of feet, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so some of the science behind this, and I hate to be a, a bummer about it, but we have to talk about the science. They t- a lot of the witnesses talk about being paralyzed. So sleep paralysis. So that's that's the the A number one 
scientific explanation of the hat man. Again, doesn't explain the consistency of the hat man. Right. But they keep talking about, they say sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis, right? So for those who don't know, sleep paralysis is what it sounds like. You're paralyzed. Now your body naturally disables your ability to move when you're dreaming because you don't want people acting out their dreams. And if you do, or so if you don't do that, what happens is sleepwalking. Right. Right. Yeah, it's pretty important. Yeah, it's very important, right? (laughs) You don't want people going off, acting out their action hero dreams. Kicking, punching, scratching, biting. Yeah. Melissa actually smoked me in the back one time. She did did these little rabbit punches and Jesus, crab cakes. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet you it was totally by accident. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. What did you do that day? Do you remember? I'm sure. I'm sure there was something in the bank that I had done. Yeah, yeah. Now, but well, sleep it, paralysis is the idea that you wind up waking up, but you right. haven't regained full mobility yet. So you're awake or alert-ish, yeah. But you haven't woke, but you haven't regained your mobility. Yeah, and it, it's a it's your body's way of protecting itself, right? I mean, it protects you protects you from like acting out these things. So now, and I remember, you know, um, one of my, one of my favorite comedians, Mike Rabigula, he has to sleep in one of these blanket chambers um he is he's a big snuggie he has to wrap himself in a snuggie it's like a sham wow yeah (laughs) it's just this giant uh encapsulating thing and he's he's actually he wears mitts to stop himself from scratching his face but it prevents him from getting up and moving around because whatever part of his brain um that controls that is basically doesn't function and there is a there's a number of people that have this disorder, right? So you have these people that are quite literally acting out their dreams, and it's very dangerous. Like he could walk out in the traffic. He's he's unaware. And uh, I think when the last time we did this recording, I talked about my brother David, and we would find him all over the place. He slept walk much of his youth to the point where my uh, my dad had to actually like sleep in the same bed but like he stayed there with him like i know it sounds weird but he had no choice because he would just get up and he would go to the kitchen and try and make like a bowl of cereal or you know the old man we had a wood stove like we're like what if he tries to open the wood stove you know um yeah now the cool part about that when people do those things you always wonder are they uh, like perceiving or is it simply they're acting out the dream which by the way happens to overlay the current reality right i've had this happen ish uh i was coming off shift middle i remember it was a really like a long like a 14 hour shift overnight i'm driving home on the queensway driving driving and i'm just remembering keeping pace with this car in front of me uh i may have after drifted off for about 15 seconds (laughs) but still kept driving like, because oh, thinking I was and kept my distance with this car oh. imaginary, and I opened my eyes and the car's not there. I'm like, oh Jesus! Oh yeah, and it's it's very scary. I mean, I've driven, had to drive a lot for jobs in the past and stuff. And uh, man, I used to, I used to travel with these guys, and we'd have to drive from where we live in North Bay to Cornwall, and we would do this every weekend. We'd work all day, and then drive home from Cornwall. And uh, this guy would drive behind me that I worked with, and uh, he'd honk the horn because sometimes I would actually drift. He would see the car starting to drift a little and he'd fucking honk. I'm going, you know, and there was a couple of times where I had to pull off. I was just so fucking tired. Like you, you almost start playing games with yourself. You're like, okay, you're going to just close your eyes for one second. I'm going to go back and close your eyes for one second. That's actually one of the other scientific mm-hmm. explanations for the hat man slash shadow people sightings mm-hmm. is sleep deprivation, particularly in the context of meta, meta, meta amphetamine addiction. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So if it turns out, if you do a lot of uppers, you have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. at times and you start to go crazy. Oh, yeah, you'll start to see things. So is there a movie called insomnia? Wasn't that like Al Pacino? I don't know. I remember the machinist that was the one with Christian Bale was it the machinist. It was the machinist Christian Bale. He or lost he like skinny, skinny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Super. But he didn't. And that was because his character wasn't sleeping. Mm. I wonder he if he saw shadow people. 
and he must have saw something. He was a skeletal. He was almost a shadow person himself. Yeah, kept I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was like so he's done some extreme stuff where he's gained weight and he's lost. Well, so was like Tom Hanks. Remember the movie um, Castaway? Yeah, he lost like eighty pounds. He ate right a handful of rice and some fucking beans. Matthew McConaughey did the same thing for the Dallas, Dallas Buyers oh, Club. Right, he, where he, he was did, this that mustache guy. He looked like yeah. he was skeletal. Yep, and that was because I think his character had AIDS or something in it. Anyway, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sleep that's right. paralysis. That's one back, of the key back things to, that it, yeah, back sleep to paralysis. Rabbit hole. I had a manager who used to say what you would do whenever a conversation went off track. You'd scream rabbit hole. And then oh. people would sort of pull back and say, "Oh, I guess we got to start talking about what it is." So, yeah, yeah. sleep it's paralysis. Than butthole, you don't want to. Butthole. Had to, you had to go there. <laughs> See, I made a pun even. Oh. Right. Um, so, sleep paralysis is a parasomnia. Uh, it's similar yeah. to other sleep disorders, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that they've they've linked to the idea of the Hat Man, specifically right. the Hat Man. Yeah. So, well, yeah, the parasomnia. That's the sort of the catch-all right of, of yeah, it's, it's nightmares yeah. night terrors uh sleep all mm-hmm. those things fall mm-hmm. into that yeah and i read about um how you have you can have rem sleep but still the body be kind of conscious right you're in that almost in between so if you were to Ooh. look at your if you were to look at your e kg or ecg i think it's like the electroencephalic brain I used to know what it stood for. You could actually, it would look like you're awake when you're in REM sleep. Yeah. Well, it would look yeah, like, like they would, they would know you're not, but they would look yeah. at it and say, it looks yeah. like you're awake. Yeah. And um, there was something else I found really interesting. And I, I remember we talked about it. Um, I went to the sleep clinic. So before I go into the sleep clinic experience, um, the, the term is, or there, there's a belief that your brain, if you're sleeping in unfamiliar places, that it stays, a portion of it stays kind of awake. It's like a protection mode. Sounds like a, sounds like a good survival mechanism, doesn't it? Yeah. You're, you're yeah. sleeping in unfamiliar territory. Maybe yeah. You and not it, want to sleep so deeply. And that explains like for myself, and I think you've said too, like sleeping in hotels, I sleep like a bag of shit. And, and no matter how nice though, no matter how matter. nice or how tired. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and I really do. And I, you're staying at company's house or something. It doesn't matter. I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm not a good sleeper. And uh, what happened, and I, I believe that because I had to go, because, you know, a, a man of my thinness obviously couldn't possibly have sleep apnea. But my doctor seemed to think that, uh, and my wife, <laughs> yeah, you fat bastard, you better go get checked out. Anyway. So I had to do a sleep test, and uh, like I told you, we I went. It got hooked up all to all these machines and or diodes and what have you, and uh, tried to sleep, and I couldn't sleep. I spent the whole night just what I felt like staring at the door, um, just staring at the. Ca- and there's a camera on you, so I'm worried about getting you know, you know, a nocturnal boner or something weird. You know how embarrassing is that? I was a much younger man. Those things don't happen anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. If I got one of those, I'd be like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> anyway. But I, I ended up, you know, that morning getting out of bed and, and going because, you know, the, the session was over. And I went to the girl who was doing the, you know, taking the probes off you and all that jazz. And I said, I don't think I slept. I'm pretty certain I... I was wide awake most of the evening and like, oh no, you were, you were asleep. Like within 15 minutes, you hit REM sleep. I was, oh, okay. Um, are you Did sure? you wake up refreshed at all or just, you felt like a bag of, you felt like a no, bag No, I of felt like a bag of ass, like a sack of hammers. Yeah. And um, she's like, she actually shows me the printout and you can kind of see where she said, you must've been tired. I'm like, well, I'd worked all day and yeah. And she's tired. like, this is your nocturnal boner right here. See yeah. where the spike she's is? Like, hey. <laughs> oh yeah. And this is for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> this that is little for the internet. There? That's why we, the, we, the video is yeah. strictly for the internet. Yeah. This will give everyone a good laugh. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll show that to them. Uh, but yeah, no, she's like, oh no, you had a, and, and uh, you were asleep within 15 minutes. I'm like, and I was asleep all night. And she's like, oh yeah, you're, I even checked on you. And I was, she goes, I check on all, like kind of do a room check and you were snoring and i'm like 
And then to this day, I, I would I would put money on him that I didn't sleep. The like guard he, said the same thing about Jeffrey Epstein. They checked on him, made sure he was. Yeah. Like Clinton went in, in there. But okay. He was on camera too. Right? The Clintons, Hillary with her fucking purse, fucking <laughs> with a hammer. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to let both Clintons in to see you. They're friends. They said, they said they were friends. They said they're buddies. Yeah. The Clintons are like, listen, Epstein, here's what you're going to do. Yeah, you're gonna take it like a man, or, or you're not gonna like it when you get out. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other. Um, <laughs> that, that's 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 a that's a future episode. Perhaps that could be Jeffrey. Ep- oh my God, that's yeah. that's speaking of rabbit holes. Yeah. So Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, future podcast for sure. We'll definitely. Uh, we, we we'd love to get into that. Oh God, that sounds like a twisty tale of terror. Oh, everything. It's got everything. It's got so, all the. All the popular ones. All the popular ones. So on the subject of podcast, this one. So some background why we picked this one. Yeah. Um, so we were you, doing a sync session with. Yeah, that's my that's fun. That's my hope. Oh, you are. You're trying to, but I'm interrupting. I can you see are, that. You're being very interruptive and we're going to have to do some editing. I love um, editing. I, I don't have to do it. my favorite thing ever. So what happened was we in episode two, we had Gary. From unfrequented world, yeah, Gary from unfrequented world. We do a sync session before the before the Sasquatch episode. Mm. Yes, and somehow we got talking about the paranormal, probably because Bigfoot doesn't exist and is a figment of everybody's imagination. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's what it says on the internet. I'm just repeating what the internet says. There is nothing on the internet. Actually, it says quite the contrary. But anyways, continue with your story. So. We got talking and I said, yeah, I had an encounter. I said, yeah, I said, I, I encountered something uh, like some guy. And I said, I, I use the term man in a hat. Mm, and he goes, yes, you did. that's a thing. I said, what do you mean? That's a thing. Yeah. Look it up. And he was really excited too. Yeah, well, yeah, because so this is, this is where all plays into the consistency. So my encounter, my close encounter, mm-hmm. it would have been a couple of years ago. So it's not like I was a child or, and it was before COVID. So I didn't have the stressors of COVID, right? but it would have been, you know, say early morning, like two o'clock ish. I think really early morning. Yeah. Well, that's more, you know, witching hour. I go to bed around eight, nine o'clock because I get up at five. So, oh, so I, I mean, guess for you, I mean, for me, for I'm me, like, you hey, fucking wake me up at two in the morning. It's fighting right there. We're <laughs> just going to bed. I'm like, Jesus. But what happened was, so two o'clock in the morning, I wake up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I look and I'm jumping to my feet at this point, which is not the first time I've done this because right. I've often gotten up in the middle of the night and jumped to my feet, you know, some element of that sleep wake confusion. And that generally wakes Melissa. And it did this time too. Mm. I jumped to my feet because what I saw in the doorway was I saw a tall, dark figure with a hat standing in the doorway. So I jumped to my feet. And again, as we talked previously, the whole intruder mentality, right? So I'm thinking, obviously, half asleep. Sure. I'm thinking some crazy, that's not Melissa because Melissa's there and she's not, she's not seven feet tall. So, okay. So I'm jumping out of bed and I keep a, I keep a, a club beside my bed. So I scoop it up and I'm basically moving towards it. Mm. Okay. Here, yeah. And with each step, it gets harder and harder. So I get to a point where I actually come to a dead stop before I reach it. So I'm moving, but then I just, I can't move any further. And I remember that that paralysis, that sense of being stuck. And my heart was racing. Like there was, I was afraid. I I would hope so. And and so you were standing when you were paralyzed. I mean, that's that's a different version of, of what, you know, mo- because I mean, obviously, there's one thing of being a, like kind of like I'm laying in bed, which I'm not, you know, I'm not really using my muscles to begin with, and I'm kind of stuck in fear. And then there's like walking, like or, or move, moving. Yeah, to <laughs> say I was running like, would be a heart would be a bit of an overstatement, but jump to my feet and I got oh. maybe, maybe three, four steps towards. Yeah. And I couldn't move forward. Do you think your brain was processing like, 
what the fuck is this? And should I move forward? You know, almost like a... Uh, there was definitely a growing mm. sense of terror. So what yeah. I felt when I got up versus what I felt when I started to approach, two different things. When I got up, right. there was, shit, somebody's in the door frame. I better yeah. go deal with them, you know, and that that adrenaline from that. Right, But right. it kind of swapped over to terror as I got closer. Oh, and yeah. Melissa sees this and she's wondering what the hell's going on with me. And I say to her, the man in the hat, he can't get through the doorway. And I remember sort of turning over to her and telling her that. Oh, and she and when I looked back, it was she didn't see anything. I looked back and he was gone. Wow. And then I could move again. It's crazy, man. So and it was you know, gone, like I, it was gone that quick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like the moment it's it's one of those things that the moment I stopped focusing on it and turned to tell Melissa this, again, the man in the hat, he can't get through the door. And I don't know if I was telling him, telling her he can't get through the door because again, he was had this um, like almost like a Puritan's hat, it was like flat topped, right. right? Had the, the more the Victorian sort of Jack the Ripper kind of, you know, hooded like a collared cloak sort of, right? Not cloak. And you couldn't make out any things. features. There was nothing that no eyes, no. He was illuminated at the back by the lights in the hall. That was it. Like there was no glowing right. eyes, no nothing. I just you knew. You couldn't see that the, through them. You couldn't see through. At all. Wow. Like that's how I, that's how I knew the shape was this man shape with a hat was there. Right, right. So. That, that would be, I, to me, I think that would be quite frightening. Um, you know. It, it was very. It's probably light. not, you know, what most men, men would do. I'm just going to beat it with a stick. That is right? totally manly. Come on. I just. No, no, I know. But I mean. To admit, make it much you know, further. Yeah, but you know, when you're paralyzed, okay, he yeah, ran he from off. me. He's like, I saw that stick. I know what that guy. He was gonna give me that stick. He was right. <laughs> and and do you feel like now you've said you've had other you know experiences too? So so I'm a firm believer that when you're in that state between sleeping and waking, mm-hmm. that middle middle ground, you are your most receptive to everything. So your perceptions are completely different and change and and completely different i've seen in the past i've seen dead pets i like not that they're dead i've seen pets that are dead but not dead does that make sense like i've seen well you like they were they were your pets they were my pets i didn't see like zombie pets walking down the hallway right well no that's good um and it wouldn't uh, be the first time i've woken up about 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 shadowed rabbits rabbits yeah so my wife uh, has buried two rabbits so far well, yeah. three if you count Kelly, but let's just focus on Smokey and Sidey. Oh, yeah. And let's... this would have happened actually probably a couple months ago. I was I got up and I'm like, the rabbits are loose. And I was like, what are you talking about? I said, they're in the hall. I can see them running in the hall. And she starts asking me to explain. Well, she says, no, they're still downstairs. And I, it's that moment of confusion when I'm sort of full in comfort. She'll have conversations with me when I'm in that state. Right. Oh, yeah. She's searching. She's, she's not <laughs> searching. I think she's screwing with me by going when off were and you having this conversation. Thirteenth. Were you really at Shane's house? Really at Shane's? Do you really do a podcast with Phil? Is that real? Is that do even you have any hidden thing? cameras anywhere? Oh, maybe. Um, can't blame her. I mean, we used to fuck with you all the time growing up. You were. You used to be dead to the world. Yes, and that's it's funny that I would be such a deep sleeper, and Melissa said this too, except when I'm not. Like when I do stuff yeah. like this, she's yeah. like, you're a deep sleeper, and then all of a sudden you're jumping to your feet and running into the hallway. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's I, literally crazy, but it's it's certainly uh, interesting. I'm sure there's something, if you were to look deep into the DSMV 4 or 5, whatever the... Whatever the are current, they at five? <laughs> I think they are. They must be. They were at four when I was in university, and that was ninety five. So they must have yeah. added some new ones in, probably and right. actually updated it to take stuff out. They're probably at six, actually. Could be. They're probably adding to the the mental health uh, names as we speak, and taking some things away. Like they used to have some things that were considered mental. Oh, menstrual illness. cycle. Menstrual cycles was considered a uh, mental illness. Yeah. Hysteria. That's where it comes from. That's where hysterectomy comes from. Yeah. 
So, so how we have changed, how we've changed my old house back in Redbridge. I remember often I would see, so I would sleep with a blind on just to sleep better. Yeah. And I, uh, I told you a story that I never told anyone, uh, you know, was that I was sleeping at your house and I, this is fucking honest to goodness truth, man. And I was sleeping over, we, we grew up together. So this isn't anything, you know, absurd. Uh, not that there's anything Absurd. wrong with two men loving each other, but this was not that kind of sleepover. We were children. That was Get on your top. mind out oh, of the gutter. He was on the top bunk. That's right. You sick fucks out there. Anyway, um, yeah, I was on the top bunk and it was in the middle of the night. But there was light. So I don't know if it was what time it was, but. You had a uh, AFC fucking piggy bank. I have no idea. I had two of them, a red and a white one. Yeah, I have no it was idea the white one. whose brilliant idea it was to take Colonel Sanders and turn him into a piggy bank because I guess he was such an icon. Dude, this thing, and I swear to God, if I believed in God, it would probably help. But it winked at me. It went. <laughs> and I did not have any drugs or booze or any other psychotic episode that I'm aware of happening. And I, to this day, um, I believe that. Yeah. That fucking thing winked at me. I hope you destroyed that. I hope that is not still in that house. Could be. I mean, I think the house, somebody apparently crawled under it and stole all the copper piping. So I, maybe Wonderful. they took the KFC because it would have had money in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's I make a point now to close the door to our bedroom, by the way. So I keep the door closed in the bedroom to avoid me seeing stuff in the hallway. Well, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> a lock on it. Need to be a lock. Although I did consider briefly having a lock to put on it, saying, "Okay, you know what? Let's make this a panic room." Yeah, it's not like you know, like you, you don't have children, right? Nope. You do have you have pets, but you don't have children. So you know, like if you you have children, you kind of go, "Okay, well, I don't want to really lock my door." <laughs> or do you? Or, or do, do you, you fail? You know, you want you want to make sure that you're you're accessible and all that good stuff um but yeah if it was just me and my wife why not i'd put a fucking thick oak door on there with some big bolt action for sure panic room yep Guns, panic room gun cabinet <laughs> food supply yes emergency ladder at the back for sure Flare gun i don't know whatever you'd why add not? to it why not bulletproof vest i don't know if you can get your hands on that whatever yeah um yeah do you believe in ghosts so this is part of the thing, right? Yeah. I do believe there are more things that we understand that out there than what we understand now. Sure. Uh, and there are too many cases of people saying things. And that's what kills me about this hat man thing is the consistency mm -hmm. of everything, yeah. right? The consistency that people, the shape bed, like all this stuff, it just seems too coincidental. Like yeah. the story and it had, had Gary not mentioned to me that this is a thing, I would have never have made that connection. And you know what? Until you mentioned it again, I never thought of it again. Until you said hat man. And I was like, what the what is he talking about? Hat man. And then you told me about Gary. And then I'm like, oh, then it all kind of came back. Where you're like, oh, Well, this was this was a revenge podcast for you making me do the Montauk project. So this was a revenge podcast. Well, this is way better than that. That was that was fucking horrific. Um, not that hey, like and subscribe. Don't get me wrong. Oh, um, it's a train wreck, and train wrecks are always fun to watch. It, it was fun to, it was, okay, let's clarify. It was fun to do because we were more poking fun, not intentionally, but it was difficult to, all right, let's not get off track. We're down a rabbit hole. God damn it. That rabbit hole. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, the reason I ask is that, you know, there's a large portion of the population that do believe in ghosts. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the fence in a way, even though I've seen something wink at me, I'm, I'm like, I'm not opposed to the idea. <laughs> I don't know. I was just really fucking tired. But I did always have a weird feeling in your house. Um, not that I'd ever mentioned that probably to you or anyone else, but or in my house. I had a very old house. You know, we kind of grew up in similar. Your house was nicer than my house. You know. Also had a second floor. You had a basement, but no no upstairs. Oh, the basement was creepy. Yeah, yours was so more like the Cthulhu dungeon. Dude, that part, portions of, space, it, buddy. 
Guess we had to crawl under there to fix the furnace. This guy. Yeah, I know. Remember I helped you pull a deer out of your well? (laughs) Yes. uh, That's a problem with when, folks, when you have a dug well, it is usually wide in diameter. And if you don't get a concrete cap for it, things things fall in it. Things fall in it. Yeah. It was horrific. I still have nightmares. And only so much bleach. You, you can use several bottles of bleach and it's not going to get rid of the Your deer. water always had a weird smell. I never drank your water. I, yeah, I didn't drink it either. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Hopefully none of you drank your water. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, and, and I still do get that feeling in some places, you know, whether it's just that there, it's a creepy spot or... So one of the things they talk about from the paranormal supernatural angle is the whole idea that any place where children have been raised because of, and particularly for long periods of time, they, the emotional spectrum they go through attract uh, poltergeists, right? They're drawn to these because of their, they're kind of like empathic vampires, I guess, or they're curious either way they're drawn. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel it here in my house, but uh, you know, I mean, uh, my house is not like the house I grew up in, you know, where it's a dirt floor in the basement and creepy yeah, and that. dark unfinished places and you know, go down and get some wood. <laughs> oh God, no, I don't want to. I remember having to work in the pump box. Uh, dad would always send me down whenever the water line would freeze and I'd be sitting there with the plumber trying to yeah. unthaw the pump and I'd be up to my knees and the, and we're at the, the house was here and there was a, the well was down here. So oh, it was just awful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that probably did not help with attracting poltergeist because of the misery I was suffering while doing that. Yeah. Oh, we buried a lot of dogs too. Uh, that's true. It's a veritable pet cemetery, which is unfortunate given the fact that they would get away and we lived right by a highway. Yeah. And they would get hit on the road. And then we get hit on the road. Yeah, it was sad. And then you and I would be tasked with quite a few times helped you with, uh, yeah, burying animals. One with the bag, one with the shovel. Always did the shovel. I don't know why. This is bigger, I guess. Bigger. Was faster with the shovel. (laughs) Buried. Oh my god. Um, Yeah, growing up in the country. Yeah, but I certainly to answer your question. Yes, I believe in the paranormal and supernatural. But I believe in it from a similar to the hat man experience. I know what I saw, but I don't know what I saw. So I don't know what you would call it. The paranormal supernatural. I believe there is something, there are things we do not understand. I I would have to agree. Um, And I think that's part of the fun where we look at things and we go, Oh, you know, and there are people that tell stories and you kind of go, yeah, of course you saw hat man. Right. <laughs> or then you have quite a few people, and even on our, our Instagram, you know, there was someone who, um, whom I know, which it really surprised me, who said, "Yeah, I have. I've seen." And you know, and I, I said that, you know, you know, if you want to discuss that, you know, which they didn't, which is fine. Um, but they, it's a no, very no nonsense individual. Right. And uh, unlike us who are full nonsense individuals. No. And and that's where I think even when we talked before, like, um, you know, it depends where the source of the information is similar to, you know, you hear about someone who saw Bigfoot and then you go, oh yeah, of course you saw Bigfoot. Right. Yeah, Then you saw baby Jesus and Elvis the other day. Right. Uh, And then you see someone who's like, man, I don't know what the fuck I saw, but it was this. And I, I'm really having a hard time with this because I know it sounds crazy, you know, and then you kind of go, Oh, okay. Well, this guy might be, he saw something, you know, we just don't know what it is. Yeah. There's those people. Then those are the people we search for, right? Those are the people we want to hear from. And that's right. Um, if you have a story and you would like to be, you'd absolutely. like to tell us about it, by all means, shoot us an email yeah. info. It's info, right? At yeah, orderedchaos.ca. That is correct. Or drop us a line at uh, Instagram. Um, we Facebook. recently got an email from uh, I think Joe Miller. Oh, uh, his his yeah. His story was that uh, apparently our domain is about to expire and we need to send him money. Oh, right, of course. And he's tried numerous times to reach us on the phone. 
Oh, good. Good joke. It's a good but I and he had a link for me to click to click on, which yeah. took to a dot GA ad or dot GA address, wherever the hell that is. He obviously doesn't know who he's emailing. <laughs> oh. hey. we, won't, we won't tell poor Joe what you do poor for Joe. a living. Oh, poor Joe. <laughs> poor Joe. Yeah. He's probably from Somalia or some other little country. Toronto. I'm from Toronto. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I hope I don't ever see Hatman. Ever. <laughs> I haven't be... seen I haven't seen Hatman recently. Ooh. Like I said, I make a point to close the door, sleep with the blind. Is it a reoccurring? Yeah. Is it a reoccurring thing though with these people? Because I didn't see that. I didn't see what the this only thing is I've saying. heard is that some people said they saw the Hatman as children, and then oh, therefore okay. later on in life. I digress. Some people have said they've seen the hat man as children and then see him again as adults. Okay. Yes, your light just changed. Yeah. That's weird. I'd maybe just wiggling my... I'm using my phone as a webcam, folks, because the one I bought from Staples was not any better than my phone. No. No. Yeah. You look great. (laughs) Thanks, Phil. You look great, too, buddy. Appreciate that. Okay, so uh, to to recap, Hatman, terrifying experience, personal experience, consistent, could be an alien, interdimensional, maybe a shadow person, could be just sleep paralysis, who knows? You be the judge. Well, you're still alive, so it's not death. Maybe rule that one out. Maybe. No, this is true. This is true. (laughs) We'll, We'll start on our crazy board. Yes. I've got one done up. I know. I saw it. It looks great. It looks great. And that's another thing, folks. If you want to uh, visit us at orderchaos.ca, we have all sorts of little uh, tidbits there, including crazy boards that Corey works very hard on. Well, Uh, and a lot of them are the episode notes show up there. So Episode notes that he does more than I do. You do episode notes for you. You just do them by hand. So there's no clickable links. So that's not easy to put up and you never send them to me. So. You're right. I'm I'm old school and I'm an OG or just old, whatever. Anyway, we're the same damn age, buddy. We are. I'm I'm older than you, by the way. Okay, by like what three months, four months. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next episode. Are you excited? Oh, I'm all on tether hooks here, Phil. Ooh. A quiver. So we're going to be doing Princess Diana, murder or mishap. I like, this, I like that murder or mishap. Because, well, that's how it goes. There's the, the conspiracies are, are plenty. There are, and I had no idea. I really thought that, uh, I thought it was pretty cut and dry. Well, I just drove into a pillar with uh, her bodyguard and her lover. And her driver and died. I had no idea. There's quite a story behind this. So that like anytime be- anybody famous dies, even when it's clear cut that they're dead. I'm excited. The royal family is quite interesting. Yes. They're very, um, what's the word? Secretive. In bra- oh, yes, definitely. That one. Well, that's like, the blue one. Charles. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa, he didn't get those ears by accident. He didn't even grow into them. I mean, seriously. So, yeah, that's uh, that's next week's episode. So hopefully you can tune in. Don't forget, like and subscribe if you like this content. Tell us about it. Also, if you have suggestions for future podcasts, uh, by all means. Absolutely. Leave it. And if you do have a suggestion and we use it, we will throw at your name. Throw a little party. I don't know. Lots of good stuff. Maybe give Did somebody you suggest Princess Di, or was that? Uh, there was. A, uh, sure, there was. That's not why I did it, though. Huh. Yeah, yeah, but uh, there was. I think you did it because of Megan, to... because of Megan and Harry, Megan Markle and Harry, and then I kind of got interested in the topic, and then someone had left because I kind of decided I wanted to do this like last week, like or two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, someone did suggest, yeah. And I will throw out their name on the next or on that podcast. Not to be confused with throwing up their name. 
Do not throw up. No, nobody wants to see that. No one has time for that. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Phil. This is my co-host, Corey. And we are Ordered Chaos. And we will see you next time here on the OC. Take care, folks. Have a good one.